Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Wow. Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST. Code ACAST. Hello and welcome to Off The Beat and Track Podcast. I'm your host, I'm Stu Whiffin. It's another month, therefore it's another live show. Uh, and joining us, uh, I've got a nice uh, bevy of beauties that are joining us this evening. Uh, I hope you've all got a, a, a cup of tea or a drink. Uh, I'm, I'm having a little having a little whiskey tonight. Um, yeah, um, and I just want to um, dedicate this, uh, this, this episode to, uh, to my mate Lil. And, uh, and yeah, so we are going to be doing top five. Well, not top five. That's how fried my brain is today. I've gone into hard. I've been recording three hardcore listings today. So there you go. I've gone straight into hardcore listing mode. Sorry, listeners of, uh, of off the beaten track. Um, we're going to be talking about songs that, because it's a very hardcore listing title, that songs that start with the letter A, they quite easily do a top five. And I'm sure we've all probably got uh, a fair few. So the idea that we, we decided we was going to do for this live show was pick a letter and I guess work our way through the alphabet. And, uh, and yeah, and then we'd, uh, we'd, we'd, we'd start with the letter A, which is uh, where we're at today. Okay, so Brett, you've got okay. your hand up. Yeah, are we doing songs that begin with letter A? Because I spent all day... No, 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 artists. sorry, my bad. My brain's very fried today, so you've got to bear with me. Um, it's going to be artists. Um... Good, because you've otherwise you would have fucked my list. <laughs> <laughs> right, well, look, um, seeing as you've been very vocal about this and uh, and wanted to showcase the effort that you put in today, mate, you can kick things off. Give me, uh, give me a, a song from uh, an artist that begins with the letter A, please, Brett. A song that begins for oh geez. No, an artist. A song from an artist that begins. Why? <laughs> why have I made this so complicated? I don't, I don't know. I've just written a massive list down of artists. Right. Um, it's by it is artists. Yeah, but yeah, obviously, I need a good. song by one. A good. Um, okay. I mean, I'm going to reveal the T-shirt for the start. It's the Agrolite, one of the best reggae ones ever, and I'm going to go for. Rat Boy by the the Agrolites. It's great. It's fun. It's what they do. I love it. I've seen them a few times. Met Jesse a couple of times. Really good. Um, I've not heard of them. Well, I have not heard of them. Did they come up in conversation on a recent live one? Yes. We were talking about them a couple of of times ago. They described themselves as dirty reggae. And it is. It's sort of California reggae, sort of the, the third generation sort of 90s vibe where they come through. Really good, really, really good at what they do. Um, 
yeah, I've seen them a few times and love them. Wonderful. Great shout. Great shout. On my little I screen. I can put another T-shirt and it's not quite as tight now. Yes, go. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm going to uh, work my way around the, uh, the the little square pictures of you all uh, in, in the, the manner that I see it. So next is, um, is Paul. What have you got for me, mate? Um, yeah, I've got a bit of a prop for this one as well. So this is one of my smash hits from 1980. Same band on the front. So it's Altered Images, which I don't really know much about them, but like when I was 14, which I was then, um, they were kind of like a a band that was quite into. Um, Well, exactly. It it wasn't all to do with Claire, but it probably was really. (laughs) I think most 14 year olds had a crush on Claire. So I was kind of, part of a bigger club there um so yeah um i'm trying to think of the single um so i haven't really prepared that but there's a really good song called don't talk to me about love oh. which is a real earworm for me it's kind of i can't get it out of my head once it's in there yeah. um and i just liked them because they were kind of poppy but they had a bit of a kind of indie sort of edge as well i think they were all Susie and the banshees fans before the that's, that's how they got together i think so yeah um, perfect choice perfect yeah, choice. yeah, yeah. um I've, there's um rem done a, a secret gig as uh under the pseudonym a bingo hand job at the borderline around the time of um uh at a time and at one point michael stipe sings the verse and chorus of don't talk to me about love and, i didn't know uh, that yeah i've um, seen that i've seen the footage as well but I'm, oh, yeah. Shit. yeah yeah they do a little bit of that they do a little bit of tom's diner um, I think they do Tom's Diner when Billy Bragg comes on with them. And I think Robin Hitchcock's there as well. But it, he is because they do listen to the Higsons. Um, imagine that, R.E.M. at the bloody borderline. That would have been insane. Um, but, yeah, don't talk to me about love. It's it's the best song by Altered Images, in my opinion. Yeah, it's, uh, it's, uh, it's a masterpiece. And I can't think who I had on the podcast, but um, they said to me, I can't think who... It, but, it was, it was certainly a woman, and she went, why is it when you say the word Claire Grogan, men of a certain age group all just kind of go a little bit doughy-eyed? And, it's like, <laughs> and it is. It is. like I, I vividly remember seeing her doing, like, I could be happy and um, happy birthday on top of the pops and thinking, oh, my God. And then obviously seeing Gregory's girl. Like, I think that's like, part of it as well, yeah, because yeah. – we all were a bit of Gregory as well, I think. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> absolutely. Great shot. Great shot. Right, I'm going to go to my right and I'm going down under. Um, Mark, what you got for me, mate? Oh, I might have misunderstood the, uh, the the title. I'm not sure, but um, so I've gone I've gone with artists starting with the letter A, but mm. yeah, all right. Um, That's correct. So, yeah. I didn't just pick them to wind you up, Stu, because I know you're a huge fan. Um, but um, yeah, ACDC, obviously. Um, yeah, a couple of things about ACDC. First of all, I don't know how they're still going. Um, like they're half dead. Do you know what I mean? There's like two original members, I think, still in them. Um, but uh, and and in this day and age, I don't know how they haven't been cancelled, right? We got some of their song titles here, right? I'll read them out to you. Do it. Right. Is this going to get your podcast actual- cancelled? <laughs> I'm out there now. Well, no, do you know what? They're announcing a tour. They, they, they're just about to announce a tour, I think. So everybody's sort of like on tenterhooks waiting 
um, for the tour dates. But yeah, anyway, so these are actual ACDC song titles, right? For, right. for real. <laughs> Big balls. <laughs> beating around the bush. <laughs> Cover you in oil. Rhapsody in blue. Deep in the hole. <laughs> giving the dog a bone. <laughs> Hard as a rock. Let me put my love into you. Love at first feel. Sink the pink. And this is my personal favourite. Up to my neck in you. Like <laughs> literally the greatest hits of cunt in the gang right there. <laughs> <laughs> How is that still acceptable in this day and age? Do you know what I mean? That a band with song titles like that are still touring, and not only that, selling out arenas around the world. It's ridiculous. It's crazy. It's a little more lenient in Australia, isn't it? I think it is, mate. They could do anything. It, they could, you know, um, yeah, they could, yeah, they're, they're untouchable. They're, they're royalty uh, and then some, do you know what I mean? Like, yeah. they're, um, yeah, but it's not, not so much Brian Johnson because he's like, Brian Johnson's like the sort of, um, it's like if you if your dad's passed away, and and your mum's married a new fella, like there's nothing wrong with him. You know what I mean? He's not rude or nasty or anything like that. But he ain't your dad. Do you know what I mean? Like Bon Scott is is so revered in Australia as a as a rock star. Like he does all right, Brian Johnson. Do you know what I mean? He, he, but he ain't he ain't he ain't no Bon Scott. And you know I, he'll never be sort of like he'll never be at that level. Um, but yeah, so they're, like I said, they're they're just about to announce a tour, like a world tour. I think they're waiting to see when the Rolling Stones announce their tour, and they're like, you know, who's going to announce first? And yeah, um, when when the arenas are. But I'll be straight there, mate. I'll be there with bells on, like hell's bells. Hey, see what I did there? Um, yeah, because it it'll be massive. They'll be uh, they'll sell out. Uh, there's an arena in Perth holds sixty thousand. I reckon they'll sell that out two or three nights easy if they wanted to. Um, it'll be it'll be huge, um, and I had I had an honourable. Are we doing honourable mentions or are we doing? Well, we, we, we'll go round. We'll go round. Like we all can right. all. We, okay, we, we got we got a bit of time on this, so I think most people's answers are going to be pretty uh, pretty short. So we try and go around a few times if we can. Right. Um, yeah. Will you uh you you enjoy ACDC uh, and uh, yeah, and going up yeah. to your neck. Um, yeah. <laughs> uh, Sean, what have you got for me, mate? Uh, I'm going for another Aussie band, actually. Um, someone I've gone into the last couple of years, so fairly recently. Ammo and the Sniffers. Um, oh, good chat. Good choice. Yeah, I've uh, seen them live a few times now, and they're um, they're they're great, uh, real fun, L- loads of energy. Um, the uh, front woman Amy is she's incredible. She's her energy is so infectious, and um, yeah, just one of my uh, the best discoveries I've found recently. Um, a, a track, I'll just go for Guided by Angels. Just yeah. the, the first song off of um, Comfort to Me, I think it is. Um, I'm not being funny. If you're a 14-year-old indie kid and, you know, you're looking for your era's Claire Grogan, she's something special, isn't she? Like, what a front person. Like, absolutely yeah, incredible. And uh, she done a track with Sleaf of Mods, didn't she? And... Yeah. Uh, yeah, fantastic. Also, I'm going to shout out Sleaford Mods again, who have just released a fucking amazing cover of West End Girls uh, for, Ch- uh, for Shelter. Uh, yeah, absolutely incredible. Uh, solid shout on that one, Sean. Um, 
Steve Priest, what have you got for me, mate? Hopefully, my speaker's working. You sound great, mate. I've gone for Aesop Rock and The Impossible Kid. That's the album. But the track I've gone for is one called Kirby, which is about his kitten that he wrote. It's all about his um, battle with depression and. Uh, you know, he was speaking to different people about you know what he should do, what medication he should do, and then someone just turned around to him and said, "Have you ever had a cat?" It's just a song about him going to get a cat, meeting this sketchy woman in a in a car park somewhere, and buying this kitten off her, and just the the fun and like stuff he has with it. It's really, it's just, it's really nice. I've never heard and that. It's brilliant, mate. If you, he's he's a really kind of technical rapper. Like his wordplay, he uses big words, but he's yeah, he's really lyrically um, clever as well with what he says. So he's yeah, it's really good. It's, I think you'll like it, mate. If you like kind of your sort of, I mean, he's definitely not like gangster rap. But if you like your yeah. kind of a bit more native tongues yeah. than NWA sort of yeah. stuff, he's a bit more along them sort of lines than yeah than gangster. But it's really good. Yeah, that was brilliant, actually. I did get a little bit worried when you said long words. I thought, oh dear, I could struggle with that. Not that I'll get um, it out, but it's also on neon green. And ah, green. lovely, lovely, lovely. Uh, I'm just going to throw back to, as soon as we just had two Aussie choices, um, fellow music podcast, Matt Stocks from the uh, Life in the Stocks podcast, uh, posted a, a few videos of himself. Uh, Jason Perry couldn't be here this evening. I did ask him to come uh tonight as uh as as obviously as a member of a i thought it would be fitting he's promised to come on one uh but he said he won't choose the letter a because he's uh he's not in the country at the moment but he organized uh some free tickets for my mate matt who's in australia to go and see robbie williams uh the night before last uh and i've seen a clip of like one of his recent concerts and he's gone full Vegas type kind of song and like and a bit of chat in between and like sort of tenuous links into into uh, his kind of uh, his his songs. And at one point, I see a clip of him doing uh, "Don't Look Back in Anger," which I mean, that's a pretty bleak thing, isn't it? Robbie Williams doing "Don't Look Back in Anger" live, but he wanted to get the Aussie crowd on board. And the last video that Matt posted was Robbie Williams doing John Farnham's You're the Voice and they were losing their fucking shit. <laughs> what is it with Aussies and Farnham, Mark? I don't know, mate. Because he's, really. he's from Canvey um, Island, right? We know that. Yeah, he ain't even proper Aussie. No, um, he's it, an Essex he's, boy. He done the um, uh, um, AFL halftime show this year, AFL Grand Final, which is like if you order the Super Bowl from Wish, like that's what it's like. Um and and he did that. And he did it there as well. And um the same, went down a storm. There's always a massive um a massive sort of um uh social media and, and media, print media sort of commentary on on the, the AFL halftime show and Meatloaf famously fucked it up one year. Um, rest his soul and the killers did it one year and they got an absolute panning. Um, but yeah, so I think there was a, there was a clear instruction 
um, to Robbie and his people to to get the crowd on side, and you know, um, and he did that obviously by covering that. Yeah, it's it's um, we've just recently had a a referendum here on changing the constitution, um, called uh, and it's called the Voice. Um, it's about giving First Nations Indigenous people a, a sort of a voice in in Parliament, and that was a massive track, obviously, for the campaign um, for the yes vote. Unbelievably voted no um by some margin in Australia, which is ridiculous, but I don't want to get political while we're here. But yeah, that's just one of them songs, Stu. It's just like it could be um could be the national anthem. Do you know what I mean? It's yeah. like it, it's just yeah, it's just massive. Like um yeah, he's he's huge over here. And um yeah, I, I can't ever um he's like Bon Scott, he's in that he's in that mm. level of, of sort of reverence. Um oh, but I, yeah. I it's Sorry, an absolute belter, isn't it? I mean, well, what, oh, yeah. uh, however much you want to sort of sneer at it for being yeah, like all yeah. the pomp and turned up to 11, it's a fucking banger, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like when you hear that, when you hear that drum intro and that piano, you're like, hey, here, we go. here we go. Yeah. Uh, it's a tune. Yeah, for sure. Though. <laughs> Wonderful. Right. From Dan Under to, uh, to, uh, to Bonnie Scotland. Stephen, what you got for me, mate? Well, just quickly continue in the Australian scene and throw a quick mention to the Australian Pink Floyd. I was just going to see the other week and just reinforced how good Dark Side of the Moon, Moon is because they were doing the 50-year anniversary. Yeah. But for uh, I was thinking of um, Annie, the Norwegian pop thing and the song mm. Corridors, Corridors of Time from the recent that Caps album, and it's my usual sort of drony, breathy, sort of melancholic, but inspiring and uplifting. But it's more synthy rather than my usual guitars, and I think it's beautiful and lovely. Oh, fantastic. That's a great shout. I had not even contemplated uh, Annie. Yeah, fantastic. Great shout. Right. Uh, we will get round to everybody for a second time. In the meantime, Kirst, what you got? Um, so just for context, I'm one of those people that if you were to ask me to suddenly think of every word that I can think of quickly that begins with B, my mind goes blank. So this was the exact scenario with this. Every artist, every band disappeared from my mind and they just didn't exist so embarrassingly, it took me a long time to actually come up with someone. So I started looking through who I'd been playing, you know, my playlist and stuff like that. And um, average white band seems to come out on top. Um, I love average average white bands. I think they're great. You can put them on if you're entertaining. You can put them on on a Sunday morning if you're just chilling or if you want to dance around your kitchen. Um, yeah, I just think they're great. Fantastic. A song would be, I don't know, picking pick the pieces up or whatever it's called. I can't quite remember now. Pick the pieces. Yeah. yeah. Oh, solid chat. And uh, and keeping it on the Scottish tip. Uh yeah, great band. Great band. I put them on at the toothbrush and uh and I they cost a fortune. This was probably about ooh, 25 years ago. And uh, and they hadn't done anything. And they announced they were gonna play two shows. They played the jazz cafe and the brush. And I thought, right, we are going to clear up. I think we sold about 100 tickets. I lost a absolute fortune that night. So whenever I think of uh, Average White Band, I just think of literally hemorrhaging money. But 
picking up the pieces is a fucking belt. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> I that never <laughs> Oh, mate, they've got some absolute tunes. Absolute tunes. Great shout. Great shout. Um, Simon Lovell. Get a cat. Steve talking earlier. As you know, Stu, I found a little cat that was abandoned. A wild cat a few months ago. This is her. Oh, beautiful. We kept her. And I ate cat. <laughs> I fucking ate cats. That cat and, don't hate you. That cat clearly loves you, mate. Yeah, rescued it. I three weeks old she was. Um, I had exactly the same as Kirsten and I said to my wife from every single band I came up with was asked basically but um, Ang- I'm going to choose Angus and Julia Stone um, Big Jet Plane because I absolutely love them I think they're a fantastic duo solid chat. solid chat nice when did you discover them sorry um, oh, years ago I, just, I absolutely adore that kind of music um, yeah a long time ago because um, it was that or A.A. Bondi who's sort of a bit sort of similar. Do you, do you know A.A. Bondi? No, I don't know. Sort of old country sort of Americana yeah. <clears throat> sort of sound. They're just lovely. But Angus and Julia Stone are a bit special, I think. Oh, well, if we're going to go for um, that kind of, of uh, new wave kind of old country, then uh, I, I'm going um, to throw in the mix Alberta Cross um of their their first mini ep or first mini album uh a track called uh, the devil's all you've ever known and it was I, i'd heard a track by him called lucy rider uh which is unreal and uh i, I had to sing i think the singer's from norway that's probably offensive he's, 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 he's scandinavian he's, he's over that way he lives in london and uh, he did come. Uh, we, I did have Alberta Cross, and he is essentially Alberta Cross as well. Uh, he has various sort of musicians work around him, and uh, and I was such a fan, uh, and I continue to be such a. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. 
fan of that band and, and he invited me to his house to record and he had a little studio which we recorded in and he was just playing some songs which was amazing um but the, the track that knocked me sideways it's not actually on spotify um uh, most of their other stuff is as they, they went on to become you know successful and i think they toured america a few times with oasis back in the day and uh yeah he he, he he's just got a beautiful beautiful voice but yeah the devil's all you've ever devil's all you ever had or, or you ever known or you've ever known uh he's just if you like band of horses and and and, and that sort of thing and uh oh my god yeah it's uh a my morning jacket that kind of vibe then alberta cross's first mini album oh he's absolutely fantastic right full circle brett carter Sorry, I'm just watching um, Lovell's cat. It's quite funny. Um, <laughs> I've got a big list. Okay. I'm not going to go for the obvious ones. I'm going to cast your minds back 20, 25 years ago. This Brighton Yobbo managed to get a date with some wonderful Surrey girl, bit of a horsey type. Rah, rah, rah. Come to my local. It's great. The Duke of Wellington Insurance is a bit of an institution. There's bands there every night of the week. It's really good. We've had all sorts. We've had Fat Boy Slim turned up there. We've had Paul Heaton play there, this, that, and the other. We walked down there. It's Friday night. Come on, there'll be a band. It'll be fine. If you don't like the band, we'll go and sit in the, sit in the garden and smoke jazz cigarettes. We rock up there. She turns up. She's looking at me like, what the fuck is this? What's the band on tonight? Look up there. It's Anal Beard. We're like, wicked. That's off to a good start for the night. Can I have a glass of wine? What have you got? Red or white? Okay, there you go. Get served up in the tumbler. I'm sitting there thinking, yeah, this date ain't going very well. She's my wife now. Hey! <laughs> <laughs> Love it. Love like, you know, it. you're sitting there thinking, oh, God, it's anal beard. <laughs> I don't think I've heard anything by anal beard. Nor have I until then or, or since, but yeah, I don't think they've got better, many records out. <laughs> better anal beard than the other anal band, that's all I can say because they are fucking terrible. <laughs> <laughs> oh, what a nice little uh, warming story there! Nice one, Brett. Um, Paul, what you got? Um, next up is um, Ash. Um, again, I just do singles really by them. Um, but a brilliant one-off. I think it was the second or third album called Shining Light. Yeah. Which is uh, fantastic. I think Annie Lennox covered it. Hey! Yeah, Steve yeah, Priest yeah. above there holding up 1977. Fantastic, yeah. So, um, yeah, just a great wee band. They make lots of noise. Good fun. Nice guys. Yeah. Uh, absolutely. And, uh, yeah. During the early in the year, I went back to Northern Ireland to see my parents, and um, we... Uh, took a little drive down, down Patrick, where they're from, and uh, there's a, a gable wall that's been painted with Girl from Mars, like a big sort of um, mural, and it's fantastic. And it's just it's, it was there for a year, and nobody's tried to, like, you know, nobody's spray-painted on it or tried to damage it or anything. It's just perfect. Oh, it's all brilliant. Love it. Um, my daughter was kind of not very impressed, didn't really know what the big fuss was all about, but, yeah. <laughs> it's... <laughs> At the toothbrush, we've got um, it's gone now. I don't know if you remember it, Steve, but we did at one point one of the walls. We had the cover of Girl from Mars, and we just had that <gasps> painted uh, across one of the walls in the club. And my kind of weird little Ash story is uh, the, the, the first manager of my first band um, used to 
I mean, the reason he got our job was he he managed the Carter Unstoppable Sex Machine fan club. So we just thought that gave him the credentials to be able to manage a band. It didn't. Um, but he started managing us, and then he got a phone call saying, um, we've got a job for you if you're interested. Um, there's a band coming over from Ireland, but they're all 15, so they need a chaperone. Will you chaperone this band? And that was Ash. And uh, yeah, um, yeah. And, and for some reason, as yet, um, I've had a few kind of back and forth with agents about um, getting Tim on, um, or any any of the lads from Ash, and it's never never quite come through. Mark, I'll, I'll move on to you because you you've had Ash on, haven't you? Rick Rick from Ash was the very first person I ever interviewed. Oh, he's um, lovely, isn't ever. he? Yeah. Yeah. Um, oh, he's such a nice fella. I couldn't have wanted an easier start into my podcasting career. Um, and he was he was episode one. I was sort of hoping to to have a bit of a run up at it because, um, you know, as you know, Stu, uh, like yourself, I've got absolutely no history or qualifications or experience in broadcasting or interviewing uh, journalism in any way, shape or form. Um, and I was hoping to do a few Perth local bands before I started, you know, moving up to, to people like, you know, sort of well-known. Um, but he was so nice. He was a really nice fella. Um, yeah, and, and it, I was really nervous, like, obviously, before I started chatting to him because he was like, you know, he's Rick from Ash. Um, but, yeah, he was so nice. He put me at ease. And, um, yeah, hopefully I didn't come across, like, a rank amateur who was absolutely blagging it um, when I was chatting to him. But, yeah, he was episode one. And, um, yeah, they came and toured and did... Um, they've got a new record out now, I think. They've got a, like new new material, but at yeah, the time it yeah, was a, was, it, something, yeah. it was a postponed 30th anniversary um, tour. Um, yeah, and I've got, <clears throat> I've just picked up that I've got 1977 reissue. I think it's on like a splatter coloured vinyl. It's beautiful looking um, bit of vinyl. Yeah, so um, yeah, Rick from Ash, he's, he's a lovely fella. Um, are we doing honourable mentions now? Well, you 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 can get your one in there, mate. Of course, that's why we're. All right, okay, uh... I've got I've got a couple just for specific reasons. So, um, oh, there it yeah, is. Yeah, that's the one. That's <laughs> the one, Steve. Yeah, 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 that's it. Yeah, I've got that one. Yeah, um, just just um for for specific reasons, um, I've gone with Allman Brothers Band, um, just for writing the theme tune to Top Gear, um, yeah. So I've gone I've gone with that, and um, Ryan Adams, just. For covering the Taylor Swift album, not just a song, but the entire album, he did 1989, and it's an incredible record. Um, unbelievable cover versions, like every single one of them. Um, every track on the album is an absolute winner, um, and he's a he's a bit of a what? How would you call it? A, a bit of a miss, I think. It depends what mood he's in when you see him live, whether it's mm. the best gig of your life or whether you just think shouldn't. Have You're a fan of him, Mark, yourself. I do. I am. Yeah, yeah. I, I like um, "Come Pick Me Up." I think that's one of my all-time favorite songs. That's in my top he's, ten of all time. That he's one of my favorite artists of all time ever. I think he's yeah. incredible. Yeah. That he's yeah, a bit. No. He's coming to Perth um, soonish, I think. But I think it's the night I've got. I've got kids week on week off, and I think it's one of them nights. And I don't like him enough to shell out two hundred dollars for a fucking babysitter as well as gig tickets. So I'm, <laughs> I'm leaving it. I think. Um, <laughs> but yeah. he's a he's a he's a divisive uh, character, isn't he? Some of his behaviour has yeah, been yeah. a little bit questionable, but uh, but his music he's he's ridiculously good, and you know, I mean, he, he's he's cover of Wonderwall's beautiful. And, yeah, uh, yeah. I've heard Noel Gallagher say he wish he, that's what he wishes he'd done it like that. Oh, really? 
Yeah, 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 yeah. I've heard him say that in interviews. He was like, he heard that version and gone, yeah, that's it. That's yeah. that's what it should have been like. Yeah, yeah, no, it's Love a banger, that one, for sure, yeah. Wonderful. <laughs> Cheers, mate. Sean, what you got for me, my friend? Uh, I'm going to throw out a band called And So I Watch You From Afar. Um, they're... I thought Steve might might be familiar. Um, yeah, they're like Irish um, instrumental post-rock um, sort of stuff. Um, but again, just one of the best bands I've ever seen live. Just real technical and great energy. Um, and song-wise, I'm going to go for... I've got to get, I've got to get this right. Beautiful Universe Master Champion. It's all one word off the album Gangs. And it's, um, yeah, it's, it's a real energetic but uh, beautiful song as well. Steve, you're clearly a fan. You've now just fanned <laughs> out about nice. five albums by them. Um, Steve, am I right in saying that you've chosen them before on here? Yeah, I have, yes. I chose Set Guitars to Kill off, um, yeah, off the first album. Fantastic. For... Fantastic opening tracks or tracks that I want people to I would like people to hear. Nice. Sean, how did you discover them? Um just through uh just through friends really. Uh yeah, probably oh, I don't know, five, six years ago, just I think um a few friends got into them through other bands and then um a group of mates went to see them and then yeah, just snowballed from there really. Nice. But I've um seen them a few times now and uh yeah it's always good. Love it, love it, Steve. Has, has he chosen one of your picks there, or uh, was you was you going to go? No, for mate, that? I he wasn't. See, because I, I, this is like my type of category because I am that guy that all my music's in alphabetical order. It has to be those all are the rules. Games behind me are in alphabetical order. All my stuff is in alphabetical order. So this was like right up my alley. So I knew exactly where it yeah. was. I mean, I'm not being funny, Steve. Looking over your shoulder, you don't need to convince us you're a nerd, mate. Uh, it's it's I, there. That, that, that the That's what you can see. <laughs> what are you going to go for, mate? For your second one, uh, from one extreme to the other. So, this is a band called the Acacia Strain, and the album's called Wormwood. It's my, probably my favourite album by them, and the song is uh, called Bottom Feeder, and uh, it's just miserable and aggressive, which is kind of. <laughs> what I like. So, what is it kind of like? Is it metal? Yeah, yeah. It's it. I mean, they hate the term, but people would call it deathcore. So it's kind of, you know, more metallic, but with like deep growly vocals. Mm. But the song's awesome. Yeah, like I say, it's just miserable metal, which is you know, right up my street. It's what not something you play. It's not something you play in the brush. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Although no. would be amazing because people would kill each other. Yeah. That's not really where I'm going with running a club. <laughs> <sighs> Mass murder on the dance floor. 
Um, fine, <clears throat> cheers, Steve. Um, from Steve to Stephen, um, what have you got, mate? Um, well, I'm going to mention an album that I sort of want to hear. I don't really know what it's like because I just heard about it um, listening to a podcast on the way back from work today. The new Andre 3000 album, whatever it's called, Moon, Sun, Blood or whatever, where he's playing the flute and it's just ambient chill because the podcast picked me out. They were doing various bits and they played about 30 seconds of one of the tracks and I was just like, that sounds quite good. I mean, he's sort of that but as I've not had the chance to sort of venture out and get any more of it or see but it certainly seems quite interesting and appealing. Yeah. I've I've not heard any of it yet. Six music have been banging on about it, but haven't actually played any of it that not when I've been listening. It's all sort of twelve minute tracks with ah, right, the, the name what the first track's called something like I was going to make a rap record, but this is the way the wind blew me. It's all been recorded while it was on ayahuasca or mescaline or something like that. You know, it's just, wow. you know, it's all that sort of just tripped out ambient Brian Eno, Philip Glassy type thing. I fucking love Outcast, man. He, he's just a dude as well, isn't he? he just like, he, he just stands aside from like hip hop. He's just, I think they're just their own genre in themselves. And I love the fact that they kind of just push the boundaries. Uh, I think Outcast and, and, and again, you know, Andre's just a, Absolute fucking dude. That's a great shout, mate. They're not called Acast either, Stu. They're called Outcast. Did I just say Acast? Yeah, oh, see. God's sake. Did you know what? I keep slipping up, man. I keep slipping up. When, when I referred to Dwight York, uh, just done it there, Dwight Shrew as Dwight York uh, on Hardcore Listing, not being forgiven for that one yet. And I've done it oh, again recording this month. <laughs> Oh dear, brains fried today. I want the whiskies. Um, Kirst, what you got for us, mate? Um, well, it doesn't pass me by that I'm probably slightly the odd one out of this group, um, and I'm not quite sure how this will go down. But I can't deny that when I was and sort of older teenager, All Saints, I absolutely loved All Saints. And um, I could probably recite words to words, never, ever, from start to finish. And I just, I wanted to be them. I wanted to dress like them. They were everything to me at that age. Um, so, yeah, I'm going to say all saints. And Steve, do you have their album? No. <laughs> Alas, it's, it's one that I'm missing. It's oh, on what a shame. It's on my wants list. It's on my wants list. When I bring it out on vinyl, I'll, get, I'll pick up a copy. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, they were... That they were, the, I guess, the the the, the, the more kind of cooler Spice Girls. I think, like, all of a sudden they were in combats and and, and trainers and stuff in the mid nineties, and they just they just looked a bit cooler, didn't they? I thought, than uh, and and their songs were a bit more kind of, I don't know, slightly edgier than the, the kind of shiny pop that was the Spice Girls. Uh, uh, yeah, I, I I absolutely was in love with Melanie Black and. Uh, yeah, and then I watched him race across the world and thought she was a bit of a sport brat. But there you go. Better edit that out. Um, was she the one with the wonky head? With the wonky hair? you got wonky head. She's got a bit of a wonky face. I'm not sure. They're all pretty pretty. I can't remember mm. anyone having a wonky head. It's you now, actually. So what you got? Well, my first thought, halfway through, Somebody talking was Alvin Stardust, Michael, Michael Kachu. 
nobody said that yeah that's a classic <laughs> but no I think I'd have to go it's quite boring and I'd have to go audio slave I'd have because of Chris Cornell um I am a highway nice um I, I love Chris Cornell and I think I a lot a lot of people didn't like audio slave did they uh, I, I, I rem- sort of get but it worked for me it's cliched rock wasn't it really I suppose it was it was balls out rock because they come out around the same time as what was the Guns N' Roses one with Wayne Velvet Revolver Velvet Revolver yeah uh, I think Sliver come out around the same time as Cochise and, and I remember at the time my first my youngest was born and was in a little kind of rocking chair type thing and uh, and the video to Audio Slave had loads of fireworks on the top of that rooftop thing, and it used to absolutely pull her in for like about five minutes. So I knew I could go and make a cup of tea or something if I put if that come on MTV at the time. It used to get me out of trouble that one. Um, I mean, it's a, I mean, coaches. I know it's not your track, but that lead single. I mean, when you look at who's in that band, and and it was a big ballsy rock classic wasn't it but yeah solid chat mate solid chat um i'm gonna go um i'm gonna go for a a band from kent uh and they were called airhead and uh and they were a, a super kind of pop indie band uh and they were like a, a sort of major label signing uh and and i discovered them through uh, what I think is one of the greatest pop records ever made, which is a track called Funny Air, um, with the lines, Funny Air, the girls you fall in love with, never fancy you, Funny Air, the ones you don't do. Uh, and it's just a perfect pop song. Me and like my best mates would go and watch Airhead constantly. Uh, they had more success with a follow-up single, which was called Counting Sheep, uh, and their debut album, Boing. Um, it's not for everyone. There was lots of really fucking cool indie stuff happening around the early 90s, and they were a little bit kind of shiny, kind of overproduced major label indie, but I fucking love them. And if none of you have heard Funny Hair by, uh, have any of you heard Funny Hair by a head? I absolutely love it. I've got to say, I bought it. Yeah. I absolutely loved it. You're the only other person that had ever heard of him. Yeah. And you mentioned yeah. them before. I absolutely loved that song. They were a perfect pop. Yeah. It's 90s it's a, pop. Absolutely cracking record. And, uh, and I think the drummer Sam, was in the Popping Jays for a bit as well, uh, who were another kind of big label indie band around then. And they used to play with a band called Bedazzled as well. And uh, we'd go and watch them constantly. And uh, yeah, love them. So I'm going to throw Airhead in there. Right. Well, look, we've got, we got 15 minutes left. So um, has anybody got some ones they want to throw in there? Brett, what you got? I've got a huge list, but I'm going to go on a house music tangent. And it's, it's a toss up between two of them. Alison Limerick, Where Love Lives, is a cracking tune. Or the other one I've got written down is a Dampsty and Killer. Oh, yeah. Both wonderful tunes. Yeah, they're both. Yeah. Oh, Dampsky, mate. Like, oh, saw him live supporting Erasure uh, uh, at Milton Keynes. And yeah, and and he's he's fucking bananas, uh, Adam. He, uh, I had him on very early on and uh and, and we become kind of you know pals and uh and I he he, he come to this 
little art exhibition thing that I helped put on, and uh, and we was trying to raise some money. Uh, he, I, he must make serious royalties from Killer because he weighed in and bought a lot of very expensive art that night. He was, uh, he's a real, real, real top lad. He's, he's, uh, he's Adam, and I think he was one of the youngest people to have a. What was the deal he had? He was in a band called something like the oh god the test tubes or something like that. he had a record deal when he was something like 11 and he'd made this little indie punk record uh he's he's yeah he's pure punk as well uh adamski yeah got loads of time for him and killer is one of the greatest pieces of electronic music ever made in my humble uh who else has got one to throw in the mix yeah i've got one to chuck in another aussie one Stu. um Elsie sing a songwriter called Angie McMahon, um, and the song's called Slow Mover. Um, it's a it's a great tune. It's it's just about um, uh, there's a, there's a verse in it about being drunk with your partner outside the kebab shop at three in the morning. Like, no, I don't want to kiss you. It's three in the morning. Let's go. I don't. You've got your kebab breath. Like, no thanks. Like, I want to. I want to chip. Let's get home. Do you know what I mean? It's three in the morning. Like, what are we doing? Um, yeah, it, lyrically, it's really, really good. I'm just trying to, off the top of my head, think of think of some of the lyrics for you. Um, but yeah, if you're not aware, uh, Angie McMahon... I you last week. I sent you the link to it last week, Stu. You did. You did. Yeah. Yeah. No, it's a cracking tune. Um, you... Yeah. Friend, oh, friend, it's 4am. What are we doing in the street? I think that's that's the sort of opening lyric um, to it. Yeah, and it's... Um, yeah, it's just about, um, like, relationship and, you know, I'm a slow mover and... Yeah, you think, um, oh, what is it about? Oh, I can't remember the lyrics now. If I'd have been better prepared, I would have written them down. But um, yeah, it, it's brilliant. It's funny, it's witty. Um, yeah, and it's a great tune as well. Um, so yeah, Angie McMahon, Slow Movers. And that's quite that's out. quite fitting as well, Mark. Seeing as the last time I see you, it was 3 a.m. outside a club and you was going over to the It was, wasn't it? It was later than that, yeah. Stu. It was later than that. <laughs> I slept on Kirsty's boat that night. I woke up with a bad back and all sorts. That was my birthday, wasn't it? My 50th, it was. that's right. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Wonderful. Well, I'm going to go for two points. I'm going to go for ABBA and Angel Eyes because uh, it's my favourite ABBA song uh, and I think it's as bad as good a piece of pop as 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 you can get is angel eyes i think it's just got a a super huge soaring chorus or everything abadou's got huge soaring choruses but uh but angel eyes is one that doesn't get the heavy sort of radio rotation that maybe your mama mia's and uh all the others get um has anybody actually been to see um the uh uh abba voyage i bet steve priest does so, it's on my list, don't worry. It's on my list of the All Saints album. Oh, dear. Uh, I, I think I've even mentioned this on a podcast, but if you do get a chance, go, because he's fucking insane. Uh, right. Anybody else got one they want to throw in? I've got one. Uh, it's like oh. a band that I'm not... I'm sorry, Ed, somebody else. No, no, no. go on, Paul. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, I don't really know where the where this band are up to now, but they were sort of about for about a year. The All Seeing Eye, they're called. Yeah, and I remember buying the single for fifty p or something, and I used to always put it on compilations for people. It's the one with Phil Oakey, um, called "The First Man in Space." Yeah, which is just brilliant. I just love Phil's voice. He's just got a fantastic voice, and at, at the time, I don't think I'd heard from him for years, so it was fantastic to hear him again. Yeah, did who else did they do singles with? Um, Tony Christie. They did, what, didn't they? They had, like a panther. Like a panther. And yeah. The beat goes on. I don't know what. I don't, I don't did know. Did they whether... do one with Jarvis Cocker? 
Yeah, they did, but I don't know what it was called. He might have been involved in Walk Like a Panther, possibly. Yeah, but, yeah. yeah I, know he, I know he was involved. I'll do it from Sheffield, I think. Yes, yeah. yeah. Solid chat. Stephen, yeah. what was you going to throw in the mix, mate? Uh, Arcade Fire. Oh. Intervention for the Neon Bible. Uh, as opposed to the guitar thing, that's, when they, that's the one with the church organ and just all that. Sort of yeah. Chorus. Yeah, that's a great shout. I'll tell you what, I'm going to um, thumb this in now. That um, if you like Arcade Fire, check out um, 86 TVs, which is the uh, new band featuring uh, three of the, the White Brothers from the Maccabees. And I had Hugo on. I've recorded, it's, it's coming out soon. I recorded it a couple of weeks ago. Uh, their band's f- absolutely fantastic, and it's very very arcade fire in places it's huge anthem huge sound and uh yeah go give them a go give them a listen um the album's not out yet but there's a few tracks up on spotify and uh and named their band after the uh the fantastic track from the debut album by i'm clute um yeah go uh go go check that out um steve did you have one for us brother yeah i had a couple mate if we're going on a 90s dance vibe i've got alternate yes also got Trip to the Moon by Asin. Love it. A bit of a hardcore classic. Love it. On, on production house records. Fantastic. Fantastic. Alex Party by Alex Party. Yes. Uh, I mean, you mentioned Alvin Stardust, sire. Um, if we're keeping it on the A's, we should talk about his son, Adam F. Uh, Adam F made uh, 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 the Chaos record, which uh, resident we are lizard's dj and uh and friend and former guest of the show uh dj destruction uh co-produced and this this little this little skinny kid from Grays in essex uh who was who was the dj in my band when i've been asked to go and do some scratching for this band and uh and then he went on this world tour with adam f who had moved from doing circles and the kind of dance stuff into deciding he was going to make hip-hop records the next thing i see is i get this this picture sent over from ross uh, or destruction uh, of him in a vocal booth with Buster Rhymes and LL Cool J in New York, uh, and then sends me a picture in this studio with the orchestra that done the Star Wars score. Uh, it was one of the most expensive albums ever to be made on EMI, and it and it had the Twin Towers on the cover, and it was due to be released sometime in September, and then it all got shelved and put back again. And uh, you, I mean, you must remember Ross Mark. Yeah, I do, mate. I remember um, him mixing in school assembly, um, Chitty Chitty Bang Bang. I never <laughs> heard anything like it. It was amazing. <laughs> it was so good. And you knew then, like, this fella ain't going to be selling insurance in fucking Town Centre. Do you know what I mean? Like, you just knew he, he had something that he was going to he was gonna kick on with. Yeah, I, obviously, yeah, I do remember Ross, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, I remember you telling me that story about the photos as well. I think. Like Dan Lassac used to open his DJ sets with Stan Clear, which is a, a huge track. And yeah, like that that record for, for where hip hop was at that point, the, the artists on that, LL Cool J, Method Man, Red Man, Buster Rhymes, Della Soul, Guru, it's absolutely chocker with the best. Uh yeah, so shout out Adam F. Um if no one else is going to say it, I'm going to throw... Axeth, you're going to say, Stuart, you... Who? I hope you can oh. say Axeth. 
Who? Axel X. Axel X. No, I was no, I wasn't. I'm gonna go, I'm gonna keep it simply. I'm gonna go with our heart and I'm gonna go with um I should go with the sun away shines on TV because it's a masterpiece, but I'm gonna go with I've been losing you, which was the single that followed that. Uh which is just huge fat simps, brilliant pop melodies, and Morton Arkett, one of the best voices ever. And uh and yeah, I mean if you want your pop stars, they don't come any more perfectly formed than the Morton Harkett, do they? Absolute voice of an angel in a band that makes great pop music and fuck me, what a handsome human being he was. Uh so yeah, I'm gonna throw in uh aha there. Uh Brett, what you got? I've got the rest of my bingo list, but if everyone else wants to go first, I'll do the rest of what I haven't done. I'll tell you what. Go on, exercise it. Do it. Exercise. Right. I've got Aphex Twin. Oh, why did I not go Aphex Twin? Aphex Twin. We've got the Aquabats. Um, we've got Aqua. That's my wife's choice. We've got the Avalanches. Oh. We've got Adele. Mm. Not quite as good. We've got Ace of Bass. Annie Lennox. No. Arctic Monkeys. Great shout. Alice in Chains. I think Steve just held up an Alice in Chains record there. Fair enough. The Automatics, which was the first version of the specials. Avril Lavigne, she's dead when she's been replaced, obviously. Amazulu. Back- <laughs> uh, oh, clearly not too good to be forgotten. Exactly. Art Garfunkel. <laughs> oh, yeah. Gene Wilder with a beautiful voice. Yeah. Yeah. The Art of Noise. Yes. And Angie Brown. I wish I didn't miss you anymore. Oh, oh, and Aerosmith and Les Morissette. All about Eve. All about Eve. One of the most iconic Top of the Pops performances ever. Am I the only one that thinks that an artist beginning with A isn't the first name? No, you're right. You're right. You're not having. David Bowie is a B, not a D. Absolutely. Absolutely. You are correct. Like, Adam. You're storing it alphabetically. Yeah, you can't have Alanis Morissette. You can't have Alanis Morissette. No. That's M. That's M. Okay, I'll bring that uh, around in about a year's time. But everybody's <laughs> mentioned it that way when they've said an artist, they've gone with the first name. Mark, the Mark, are your are your vinyl all over the fucking place? Uh, are you going with like alpha? Are you going with second name, right? Yeah. Absolutely. So it's a it's a discussion that I have quite a lot on vinyl forums and stuff <laughs> like that, and we see these and cassettes are the same um so it's it's band name um so adam and the ants is a um um i always put van morrison's always one that that's a little bit um is it v or is it m i always put him under m um yeah so and then it's surname it's surname uh of the of a solo artist that's how i do it um and then band name yeah, so uh, what's one that comes up quite a lot? That's all quite a bit. Um, oh, let me think. Um, George Farragut and the Destroyers. Right, that goes under G because that's a band name to me. Right, uh, not under T. Um, <laughs> yeah, it's a tricky one. It's and it and it's if you want to get a if you want to get a chat going on the Facebook in the comments, right? Let's just start that one off because everybody does it different and everyone's like, you all shaking your heads going, no, no. That's what it's like. It's just so polarising, that question. Um, yeah, but for me, it's always um, solo artist by surname. 
and and band name by the first letter of the band name, yeah. But it's what you define as a band name, like I say, George Farragut and the Destroyers, I call that a G. Um oh, it's a band what? name, but yeah, everybody I, does it different. What's the rule on the is it what's the rule on the it's like the specials would be an S or the they'd be an S, would they? Or, or T? You can't use a the. S. Nah. Fair yeah, enough. I okay, right, yeah. I'm noted. Oh dear. Do you know what? It's this kind of conversation that, the, the... that makes me really happy that uh, I'm in this this space with another nine tragic people because I'm very comfortable. <laughs> I never realised it was this passionate. <laughs> I also go chronological though. Oh, bands oh, if they geez, release more right. than one album. Yeah, yeah chronological within the within the artist. One hundred percent. Yeah, yeah. 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 No, no one's going. Like no that. one's going autobiographical. No. Uh, and also at the drive-in. <laughs> oh, great shout at the drive-in. Great shout. I find I find randoms the easiest way. What? Just put them in anywhere? Anywhere they go in, they go in. And I normally remember where they are. Yeah. I, I don't have that's an utter bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> oh god, I, I wouldn't I'd have such anxiety if I didn't know that mine were in alphabetical order. I don't know, I wouldn't Slow. sleep. Uh, Sweat, I'm sweating thinking about that. <laughs> <struggle> <laughs> I used to have a mate, mate, quote unquote, who used to come around my flat in Grace oh, and, de- and deliberate deliberately um switch my CDs around out of alphabetic order um just to wind me up. And eventually I said to him, look, and we weren't even joking, I was like, You ain't welcome at my house no more if you're gonna keep doing that, mate. I can't have it. Like I go and look for something and it ain't where it's supposed to be. Sorry, mate. Like I, I genuinely like you know I like you and that you're a nice fella, but I can't have you in my house if you're gonna do that. You know, I'm making you a cup of tea or whatever, and you and you're fucking around with me. Nah, mate, you don't do that. Don't do that to a man's music collection. You just can't do it, mate. Sorry. Um, he took it well, to be fair. He yeah. did think I was joking for a minute, and I, and I said, no, I ain't joking, mate. I can't have it. Like I warned him a couple of times about it, and he just kept doing it. So I was like, well, I can't have that. You can't have people like that in your life, mate. I uh, I remember um, being at college. And uh, and uh, I'm chatting to a girl, and she and I was like, "You can come around if you want to listen to some music and that." She was like, "Yeah, yeah." And she uh, she was a fashion student, and uh, and she had like very cool taste in music. And whatever album I was listening to at, at the time, I would put at the front of the collection. They were all sort of stacked, leaning against the wall, like pushed forward. And as I remember, sort of like coming in the house, I remember thinking, "Ah, oh, I was listening to Alexander O'Neill this morning," and that's at the front. And I remember making an excuse and saying, I won't be a second. I run up there <laughs> and found a Joni Mitchell record and put it at the front. <laughs> what a wanker. <laughs> yeah, yes, been listening to some Joni Mitchell this morning. Yeah. Dear, oh dear. Um, lads, I did the flip side story of that. No, go on. I might, have, I might have mentioned this before. One of the first holidays that went on, my, sorry, my wife and I have got polar opposite music tastes. We went on holiday and we went down to my parents' place in France. It's about a six-hour drive. And I was like, yeah, bring a load of CDs. We'll, um, you know, it's a long journey. This and the other. So I had a very early iPod, which I'd stacked up with all kinds of stuff. And she's like, oh, yeah, yeah, I brought loads of, loads of tunes. I'm like, which more? She said, I've got five pink albums. I'm like, brilliant. I would have just got out and got the bus. Like <laughs> I've <been> committed by then. <laughs> oh, fantastic! Look, I'm going to press stop, but don't go anywhere. Let's stick about another. 
have a chat. Thanks everyone uh, for uh, for contributing uh, this evening. Uh, we'll be back next month with B.